everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. As always, I am so grateful, thankful and blessed to have you guys here and I want to never get tired of saying that because you are all just an incredible community that I will never be able to thank you enough for. And like I mentioned last week in case you did not catch that episode, my book launches in 2 weeks. Literally 2 weeks from today if you are listening on the day that this podcast is releasing. Um, I know if you saw by the title of this episode, I'm actually going to chat all about Brooklyn Grace, how I started it and what I would do differently if I was to be starting a clothing company all over again. So I will dive into that in a moment. But I just wanted to give you guys the heads up because an email will be going out tomorrow to anybody who has... um, is on my newsletter. So I know a lot of you guys have been signing up. I've been getting a ton of emails telling me that new people are subscribing. So make sure to subscribe to that if you are wanting uh, just all the details for the launch. So August 2nd, that is a Tuesday, my book will be launching directly from me. So you'll be able to purchase directly from me at a discounted price. It'll be $20 plus shipping. And then two weeks later, it will be launching on Amazon. If you do choose to purchase directly from me, you get a little bit of a discount because Amazon has it at $22.95. So for me, there's a little bit of a discount and then also everybody will be receiving handwritten notes as well as little stickers that say choosing crazy over easy. So um, I cannot thank you guys enough. However you choose to purchase, if you choose to purchase, um, it's because of you guys that I even have a book. I just cannot even believe that. It just does not seem like real life. Like I I just cannot even... (laughs) I'm at a loss for words. So thank you if you have just downloaded an episode, listened to an episode, shared an episode, whether or not you choose to dive into the book, I cannot thank you guys enough for being a part of this journey. So August 2nd, direct sales from me, and then two weeks later, you will be able to purchase on Amazon. There will also be an ebook download, um, and that will be explained in the email as well. So if you have like a Kindle or something like that, um, in the email that I'm sending out, I am going to ask for a huge favor if any of you guys do purchase directly from me to also purchase the ebook on Amazon only because it shows Amazon then that like, oh, this book is like, you know, being purchased and it helps the marketing side of it. Um, I'm trying to get the book for the ebook side of it to be as inexpensive as possible. Amazon does play a role in that. So this is all new to me, but I just am learning a lot. So I'll try to explain more, um, you know, in the next couple episodes that are releasing, but the title is Choosing Crazy Over Easy, which I think I have told you guys, I have not announced that on uh, Instagram or social media yet. So thank you guys for being here because you are clearly the people that, um, 
I just continue to come to with no walls, no reservations, and I cannot thank you enough because social media lately has been a heavy place, just in a weird, in an interesting way, my own personal problems. But, um, you know, somebody even asked me today, like, oh, how do you stay positive? And I loved getting that question, but I also feel as though, you know, I've been lacking a little bit of positivity. I think that sometimes I let the, the, I don't want to say the meanness of social media, but sometimes just the people who want to try and tear you down. We all have them, whether or not you're on social media. Somebody is typically trying to tear us down in some way, but it's just about how we choose to um, let their words impact us. And I've been trying to remember that if you would not take advice from that person, why would you take criticism. Um, So that is a simple way of attempting to stay positive or not allowing others to bring you down. So that is my little book announcement. And then as you guys know, I am doing podcast giveaways now for anybody who purchases through my links, uh, Vitality, First Form. Um, Those are ways of supporting me directly. And I cannot thank you guys enough if you do choose to support me directly. So I don't do ads on this uh, podcast. I just ask if you hit the little five stars, uh, you know, to review and then As always, if you do purchase through any of my links or download my episodes, that just means so much. So last week, I briefly talked about the product GI Advantage. So if you have kind of been, um, you know, just skipping around on episodes, you might not know what's going on. Um, All just a giveaway description is in the uh, show notes down below, but I'm doing monthly giveaways for my podcast listeners only. So I have been talking about GI Advantage. So if you are somebody who maybe you've noticed you've used OptiGreens, you feel like maybe it bothers your stomach or you feel as though, hey, I, I don't know if I want to invest in that because I know I have actual GI issues. You have bloating after every single meal, um, just feeling discomfort. That is when I recommend the product GI Advantage. That is something that I highly encourage people to take for one to two months and then bringing back in OptiGreens. So I would never want you to spend money on something just because I share it. I would love for you guys to reach out, ask me the questions. Make sure that you're actually getting the supplements and vitamins that you need. And just so you guys know, they are not required. Like to reach your goals, they are not required. They are just there to help us fill a gap in our whole foods diet or in our micronutrient needs. So oftentimes I know for me, I have my favorite foods and I just stick to the same things. And that is why I love to take items like OptiGreens or or OptiReds to help kind of fill those gaps in my overall uh, nutrition intake. So with that said, GI Advantage is definitely a product that if you are somebody who has severe gut health issues or you're really wanting to um, figure out what's going on, maybe OptiGreens, like I said, is bothering your stomach, that could be because we need to take some time to heal the gut in order to allow our body to actually absorb the benefits of OptiGreens. Also, if you are somebody who is coming off of birth control, oral birth control can really um, damage our uh, gut health. It can strip apart some of those good bacteria in our gut. And so taking a product like GI Advantage can be really beneficial when you are going off the pill to kind of help with building um, that gut health back up. So um, with that said... Uh, More information is down below as well as the free shipping for GI Advantage, but I just love being able to chat about things a little bit further in here because like I said, I would never want you guys to spend money on something that you might not benefit from. We all have different needs and different wants with our goals. So that's my little spiel. So we are diving into how I personally started Brooklyn Grace versus what I would do 
differently. This could be an extremely long-winded podcast, so I'm going to shorten it. If you ever have any questions or if you want me to hop on with somebody and chat further about it to kind of have that conversation or, or maybe do a Q&A after this um, about Brooklyn Grace, I am more than happy to. So as a lot of you guys know, Brooklyn Grace is my clothing line. It is essentially a mommy and me. Uh, it is still developing. It is still growing. It is evolving as I listen to the community and as I see what people like. I know for me, the whole drive and motivation behind Brooklyn Grace was from a passion. I actually have, I think I've talked about it on this podcast, but I have a a journal from 2015 when I was living in Japan. My girlfriend Emma and I started my Instagram or our Instagram account, Journey of Karma. So it was Carly plus Emma made Karma. And we started our own health and fitness journey. It was um, our very first time kind of diving into it. We started a challenge. Long story short, we were like, gosh, you know, how fun would it be to be able to create a clothing line? We'd created such a fun community at that time. A lot of us were doing the, I can never pronounce her last name, Kayla It Signs, It Seems. We're doing her BBG. Um, it wasn't even an ebook back then. Like it wasn't an app. You had to physically, or it was an ebook. I'm sorry. You had to physically purchase and download the ebook. It was not an app. Um, I think now it's called the Sweat app, I believe. Anyways, that was uh, one of the challenges her and I did. We also did another one through Ashy Binds. That was our very first one. And we just created this awesome community because all of us were kind of doing something together. Uh, you know, you'd finish that day's workout and you'd share it on your social media. And it just felt very community based. Um, So anyways, I have this journal where her and I, I was a lifeguard (laughs) for part of the time in Japan and there was, it was an indoor pool. So there was never really a lot of people there. So I kind of dreamt a lot of the time while I was there and just drew in this journal, wrote in this journal and just had all these business plans. And I've always known I wanted to go into something with an entrepreneurship background, partly maybe because I grew up watching my parents uh, build a company. But I had no idea where that was going. And if you followed me for a long time, you guys know I have started many companies. Some of them have failed. Some of them have evolved. And they've evolved with me. So I opened back up this book and I was just like, you know, I keep coming back to this. I found folders from 2017 when I actually went to a manufacturer up in Bellingham and started working with them to develop a fitness apparel line. And here I am now, uh, it's 2022 when I finally launched Brooklyn Grace. But I um, started this back at the end of 2020 when I actually was like, I'm doing this. And the reason why I say it's evolving is because I am loving the Mommy and Me community, uh, but I also want to make sure that, you know, like I just launched anti-sweatshirts last month, and um, I'm not sure if I want to always stay on the track of just like family. I would love to be able to dive into um, apparel for everybody, but at the same time, I am not trying to be something I'm not, if that makes sense, and right now I'm really enjoying designing and creating products that my community loves. And as much as sometimes the mom society or mom community can be a little bit judgmental and not always friendly, I feel as though I have a very strong community of women that are on very similar journeys of where I am at right now. Um, Maybe not the best business model when you think of like if you're going to evolve and continue down the road, but um, I'm loving it and it's kind people and it's excited 
individuals who are announcing to their families or announcing to their best friends or purchasing for their best friend. And that to me just brings me so much joy. And the whole uh, motto behind the company is providing hope and joy. So the kind of the that's the evolution of you know, 2015, I'm designing, like literally drawing socks and gym bags and workout pants and really cute crop long sleeves. And I I have samples of all this stuff, which is crazy. I just never dove into it. Um, I did not have the finances at the time. I felt very over my head with what I was doing, trying to start a fitness apparel line. Um, So that started in 2015 from like a dream standpoint. 2017 is when I met with a manufacturer. Um, 2018, though, was when I actually became affiliated with uh, Balance, which is now Vitality. And so it was almost that sign where I was like, oh, I have this awesome community, incredible clothing brand. I stand behind their motto. I love the owners of the company, everybody who works with them. And it just felt right. Um, But it did kind of shut down what I was thinking of doing. But now it's evolved into where I am at now. So uh, I started off on good old google.com and tried to look up manufacturers in the U.S. My overarching goal was to be able to produce everything in the U.S. Um, I reached out to a ton of manufacturers and this might sound a little bit tedious and I've gotten so many questions of you guys who have asked, you know, how did you find a manufacturer or um, a lot of you have asked how have you put your own personal tags inside Brooklyn Grace items. So everything for Brooklyn Grace is cut and sew. So everything has been made for us. So starting from the beginning, I found a manufacturer in that process that obviously was multiple months. I sent tons of emails, hopped on phone calls, um, and really tried to dive into projects they had done. But I hate to say it, it it ends up being a lot of trust. It ends up being a lot of, okay, I think this is the right fit. And I had so many signs that were telling me it was the right fit. Found an awesome manufacturer in LA. Um, Just everything felt really, really good. But unfortunately, over the course of time, um, I hate to say this, but for me, manufacturing in the US, I, I did complete it. It did get manufactured in the U.S., but I hate to be able to report it was the worst experience I've ever had. Um, It was a year and a half of I've never felt so like used, if that makes sense. And mind you, in this same time frame, I'm also publishing my book. So I'm working with another company that obviously not manufacturing, but a lot of back and forth and a lot of having to trust, uh, hey, this is what you are paying for. And it's like, what are you receiving, right? You're paying for something and then are you receiving that upfront? So unfortunately, my experience, they took a ton of money for just the sample process and just to essentially what they say, like open your project. And it's all the hourly wages. And again, I know these people deserve this, but I was not anticipating. They always say anticipate 10 to 20% more than what you're planning on investing. I think that's also the same with like building a home. Um, So I found my manufacturer. I had already drawn up all of what I wanted. I didn't reinvent the wheel, you guys, as a lot of you know. I My first launch was crew neck sweatshirts, but I really, really wanted to do a raglan sleeve. I really wanted to have it made in the US. I really wanted certain aspects of the overall fit and feel. Um, sometimes as a mom, we can already feel kind of frumpy. So I was like, let's make this a cute outfit vibe. Um, obviously, the sayings on the sweatshirts, you know, little man, little miss, little one. I wanted more gender neutral, Uh, but also uh, just feeling like there's something for everyone. 
So you have to also make sure you're manufacturing the check with them. What are their minimums? Like what are their, how much do they require? Some have overall requirements for whatever color you are choosing. Some have overall minimum order quantities for each size. So mine was uh, per item. And so where I feel like I got a little bit, I, I you know what, the whole process honestly was <laughs> so negative and I hate to say that, but it was nickel and diming everything. And the reason why I know this now is because since then I have gone to other manufacturers. So I have a couple other manufacturers, couple other suppliers, couple other distributors, and I've been able to contact them now from a lot of my contacts in LA, but it's like sister distributors or sister manufacturers, um, and also just the help of other small businesses who are willing to help out. Um, a lot of you guys know I've talked about Rad Rev a lot on my social media. I have some of her joggers for babies. I have some of her diaper bags. I have her crossbody wallet, which you guys always ask about. Um, and she was phenomenal and actually got me in contact with some of her manufacturers who are overseas. And I cannot, it's just, it's such a trial and error, which is so horrible to say, but you can do it other ways. So I will dive into that in a moment. So since I was doing cut and sew, that means everything starts from scratch. So for LA, I literally paid for samples of Gosh, I think I narrowed it down to like 25 different materials, had to go through those. I wanted to make sure I didn't want certain mixes. I wanted 100% cotton if possible. I didn't want polyester because polyester actually melts as opposed to burns. So in terms of like, let's say you spill something warm on a kiddo, it can melt as opposed to like burning. Um, and that can obviously you know, be dangerous. I also know polyester is not good for the environment. I have a best friend from Club Med who started her own sustainability clothing company. So I was able to really uh, chat with her about stuff. And obviously nothing is perfect, right? I, I know there's a lot that I could do better. This is just me opening up from my experience. So um, finally started with the manufacturer, finally got into fabrics. Finally, once I decided on the fabric I was going to use, I reached out to that uh you know, fabric company or material company hopped on a call with them to really kind of make sure that, um, you know, the quality of the sweatshirt, what I wanted, X, Y, and Z. They assured me of certain shrink tests. They assured me of certain dyeing processes, like the color dye. And long story short, you guys, I cannot, you, like, there's so much I could tell you, but even down to the dyeing process, there's different laundries, but a Pantone is a Pantone, like a color. It, it's, here's the Pantone number for cotton. It should be the same universally. Everything was wrong. Like the colors I had approved were not the colors of the samples. The material was not the same. I was at a loss for words. And like, here I am already, like I'm receiving my, what they call a product like a post-production sample so this is what is going to like be done and you know we're now eight months in I've spent thousands of dollars on samples because I just really wanted to make sure I was doing things right um and <laughs> nothing was what I had actually approved so the material was not the same material the sizing was not the same sizing it was shrinking like no other they never did the shrink test so if you guys have purchased from Brooklyn Grace I genuinely love the quality because it, it did go back to the material I had chosen, but they didn't do the shrink test. They didn't do the proper dyeing. And so I had to make post-production changes since they had the sizing all wrong because sizing all came shifted. So if you've purchased from me, I always have a little like post-production error. Sizing was off. Um, 
and I have like a little insert and then all actual sizes are on the hang tag. So a lot of the behind the scenes stuff would never be known from a purchaser's perspective, if that makes sense. But going back to just the steps in general, um, overall, I just, I would not have gone, I should not have gone, I don't know, I don't know how to say this. My manufacturer personally ruined my experience with working in the U.S. Uh, they took tens of thousands of dollars of mine and did not <laughs> did not um, produce according to the contract. Uh, they already had multiple uh, lawsuits, which obviously you're not aware of at the time. And here we are about six weeks before I'm supposed to receive my items. And they inform me that they are actually moving to Mexico, which nothing against international production. But here I am with a hopeful brand, right? Not a not a quick launch. I have future launches already in the works. And here they are telling me that they are moving to Mexico um, and no longer applying to certain emails. And uh, thankfully, my project manager, she stayed on to make sure that I at least received all of my items. Um, but basically, here I was receiving all of my items for the first launch um, and nothing for my my quarter one and quarter two of the following year were being acted upon. Um, I'm you know trying to stay calm during this time, but when you invest the amount that I did, it was just honestly, it was beyond devastating. And um, I have talked to other people who have worked with similar companies, they've experienced very similar similar things. And so, yes, obviously always have a lawyer. Um, but unfortunately, because there were so many lawsuits ahead of mine, um, it was going to cost me more money than I was able to afford because I had just invested all my money into the brand. So um, again, let's look at the positive steps. You need to find a manufacturer. This is for cut and sew. Um, you need to finalize your material, your fabric that you want to use. You then uh, typically go through a grading process. So that's how you decide the size of your sweatshirt. So they'll make a sample, they'll send it to you, and then that from there you make adjustments. So I then made adjustments to the sizing. You know, arms were really long, which is uh, tends to happen with raglan sweatshirts. Um, fit, feel, Casey tried on the men's. My mom tried on the women's with me. I tried on the women's. Caden, obviously, with the kiddos. We had a few friends with uh, babies and everything. Adjusted the ribbing size in terms of the collar, yada, yada, yada. So all of that. So that is the grading scale process. And then from there, we did lab dips. So lab dips is how you find your color, like the exact color you want to use. And then after that, you typically go into deciding what your quantity is. You purchase your material. So you have to purchase your material in bulk. They then dye it unless you're doing garment dye so there's a difference between like piece dyeing and garment dyeing then they get cut all of that and then they go to a screen printer so I then had to um which I thought was really interesting interesting my manufacturer made me like actually tape the letters onto my sweatshirt and then send it back to them to show them like the placement of where I wanted the um the letters, which is now that I've learned, it's not, that's not standard. Like a screen printer or a manufacturer or production person, like they have grading scales for where these go, like three inches down from the neck, two inches in from the armpits. There's things that are typically very standard. And again, your girl wasn't reinventing the wheel. Like I was screen printing sweatshirts. Yes, they were cut and sew sweatshirts, but just everything felt very difficult. Um, 
Eventually, I received my items. Um, unfortunately, a couple boxes were actually lost uh, between my manufacturer and their whole process of moving to Mexico from LA and getting my sweatshirts to me. So, um, thankfully, I still had inventory in absolutely every size, but um, I lost all of that money in those boxes because you can't, it was long story short, but eventually it was just on, on me from an expense perspective. So after that, I actually hired a a consultant. She is out of LA. She has incredible background in fashion and manufacturing. And she really helped me with understanding how to go about Uh, understanding the price breakdown of something. So if you are interested in starting this, it's not just material cost and production cost. It's everything in between. It's the screen printing. It's the setup cost for your samples. It's the grading scale. Like I didn't realize all of these were little charges. So what I would do differently, a lot of you have asked, uh, you know, if you were looking to start a clothing company, they do have companies and here in the US that sell what are called blanks. So you can just buy an already existing sweatshirt or an already existing t-shirt and then you can send them to a screen printer and have your design made on it. I wanted to have my tag inside. I wanted to be cut and sew. I didn't want to have a Gildan sweatshirt. No no shame against it, but like I just knew I really wanted something more than that. Um, and unfortunately, it costs a lot of money. So I think looking back, I feel as though I maybe should have gone more of a simple route in order to kind of test out the community and test out... Um, you know, how the process works. Um, Since then, I have found incredible manufacturers that are based both out of the U.S. as well as overseas. And so communication has been unbelievable. I have been able to receive samples at, just like I cannot even explain to you guys, it has been so wonderful to be able to email somebody or um, there's an app that I use that I go back and forth with these wonderful people. They're sending me videos and they're sending me photos and everything is just constantly being checked in. Everything's verified on the app via email. And so I think what I would maybe do is for a lot of you guys who are wondering, maybe go overseas, um, maybe have some samples made. I did really like to have samples made here in the US just because I... um, I don't know. I felt like that was something, again, my whole goal was to keep it in the U.S. As of right now, mine's a little bit uh, overseas as well as here, Um, but I'm having an absolutely incredible experience overseas. Again, a lot of their like uh, sister manufacturers are here, so I've been able to kind of do project management back and forth, but a lot of you have asked about um, getting your tags in your shirts, and that's typically cut and sew. I do know some people who actually use a tool and they'll take out the tag. You just want to make sure that's actually legal. I know some of the companies I had talked to, they said it wasn't, so that's over my head a little bit. But there are companies, um, what's the one? I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of it. Bella and Canvas, uh, or Bella and Canva, Can- I think it's Canvas. They have a ton of items, whether it's hoodies, t-shirts, crew necks, all sorts of stuff that you can buy in bulk from them and then just have a screen printer do your design for you. Uh, it will say Bella and Canvas inside, but I mean, you get you still get to put your design on your on your sweatshirt or on your t-shirt. Um, like I've said, I really, really wanted to design my own. So uh, 
my most recent launch with my um, mama and auntie sweatshirts, it's been so fun to watch those come to life because very similarly, they sent me little swatches. So oftentimes they'll send you swatch books which have like all their colors. So this is another thing that I've done to help save money now is oftentimes a manufacturer will have certain colors that they've already had what's called lab dipped and they just you don't have to pay that additional cost to have it um, custom colored, if that makes sense. Um, so I wish somebody would have told me that because as much as you want to create your own item, there's certain things that you just shouldn't pay for your first round, in my opinion, and you shouldn't make it harder on yourself. Yes, you want to customize it and make it special and, and whatnot. But again, if you're not, you're not reinventing the wheel and if they have items that are already not ready to go, but colors that they can just send you. So like I have a color book swatch now and then when there's a color that I'm like, oh, I'd love to see a bigger swatch of this, I pay for little swatches, have those sent to me. I get to actually feel, compare them to other colors and then decide on what I want. Um, And then before I do anything, I always, always, always have samples made. So usually like with my very first round of items, I cannot even tell you how many samples we went through. Maybe six to eight different samples and that's all you have to pay for all of those um I and then now I I do the same thankfully I have a little bit of a better understanding of what I'm doing and the manufacturers I'm working with now I feel like they're a little bit more experienced and so they're really great about hey let's try and find every little thing we want to change before putting in the next sample purchase um so that's a big thing and it's down like even these last sweatshirts I ordered I asked to have each one made like an inch longer and have it graded up. So like with the small, it's an inch, then it's an inch and an eighth, and then, you know, so on and so forth as the sizes get larger. Um, so I do know some people who go through a program called Alibaba. Um, I will say that can sometimes be hit or miss just because I don't know it very well. Um, maybe that's a way you could get some, get some ideas, but I do think that... Um, just researching and finding manufacturers uh, that you might trust. But again, it's gonna you have to start somewhere, right? Like I, I had help with finding mine. Um, I obviously found my one here in LA, which kind of funneled me to meeting my um, consultant that helps me now and so on and so forth. And I love my consultant because she's really big on making sure everything is ethical, uh, doing their best from environmental standpoints, sustainability, um, you know, work environment, all of that. So I love that she's able to help me with that groundwork um, because that's important to me and that's important to, I think, a lot of us. Um, so that is where I'm at now. Um, obviously I'm still learning, so this is not like a how to, but I would definitely, I think if I was to go back, um, yeah, possibly do something with blanks, um, and maybe not worry so, so much about, obviously you want great quality of a sweatshirt or, or of material, but there's certain things that I don't know if they go as noticed, you know, it's like your sheets, like is there like, you know, and you're like 800 thread count Egyptian cotton. And then sometimes I feel like I can go to Target and I get something that feels just as great. So I, I just, I feel like I don't know, um, if I should have really, really taken the time to invest as much money into the little parts of the quality of the sweatshirt or the material that ultimately for me, it's for, I think for all of us, it's fit and feel, right? Like, how does this fit and how does this feel? And there were so many little details that I went into the aspect of the material, which makes me proud. I am so dang proud of that first launch. Since then, I'm so proud of in the last, gosh, 
it's in five, yeah, five months. I'm so proud of where we've gone and uh, the changes that we've already made. But it's a learning process, and um, I'm so happy to answer any other questions. I feel like some of this might have been over your guys' head, but at the same time, and I totally could be wrong. You guys could all know this. I just, I didn't know so many of these, like, terms, but I've gotten so many questions of, like, how did you start this? And it took about a year and a half uh, with the first manufacturer, and then with some of these newer ones, it's taken about four to six months to get, like, a final production product out. Um, I'm now working on a new project that just makes me so excited. I really, really hope it works out. It's something that I drew back in 2015 that when I was sitting in that pool as a lifeguard. Um, but I'm also struggling a little bit with like imposter syndrome, like, oh, I'm not a, desi- a designer. I can't do this. And if that is you, if you're just struggling with anything, whether it's, you know, you guys, I'm watching a book, like to think of things like, oh, I'm a designer. Oh, I'm an author. And I think about it and I'm like, no, like my background's in early childhood and family studies and my, all of my certifications are in, you know, personal training, health and fitness, pre and postnatal fitness, you know, postpartum. And so it's so wild sometimes when I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, can I show people what I'm doing? Should I show people what I'm doing? Um, and I'm just trying to push fear aside and I'm trying to, um, I don't know. I, I wrote it down the other day just about, you know, fear and how it can be consuming and how we read into every little thing. And I feel like, um, obviously be intentional and smart. You don't want to invest all of your money in something that, uh, might not have a direction. I'm not going to lie. I invested way too much money in Brooklyn Grace. Um, I am afraid of how much I invested, but at the same time, I'm proud of it and I believe in it and I know things take time and I just like genuinely some of these next launches that I have coming up are some of my favorite colors, fits, feel. Um, at the product that I'm working on at the moment is totally left field from anything I think people would think that I would design, uh, but it just makes me so excited. And it's that product that I feel like will will allow me to expand outside of like mommy and me. It's something that any of you guys listening can use and would enjoy. So anyways, kind of long-winded, a little bit all over the place. And I know it's a little bit difficult to kind of understand fully the process. So if you have any questions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I just wanted to give a little bit of a glimpse of what I did versus what I would do again. And um, I think the overarching thing is... Maybe don't try and do it all at once. Um, uh, your community will love you. And if you have something that you want to design and and make, go for it. But also I think, I know I always say like, let's choose the crazy over the easy route, but m- maybe allow it to be a little bit easier on yourself. If you're not trying to reinvent the wheel, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people ask about t-shirt companies. Um, maybe order a few sample t-shirts from some companies and don't worry so much about having your personal tag in it. That was a big deal to me, so I wanted to have my own tag in it. Um, but it is a process and a half, and um, yeah, I just have so much more gratitude or like um, respect, I think, for like a lot of the companies I work with, and you know, Vitality, and even like First Form with them de- uh, designing their apparel. They, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a, a mama named Danny who now designs all of First Form's apparel, and it's just so incredible for me to now be doing it and to understand wow like i didn't realize x y and z cost this much you know it, it's just it's an it's absolutely mind boggling so um you know i'm just little old me by myself i have my assistant who helps me so much she's been huge with brooklyn grace um 
but it is so, um, I don't know if I can share anything with you guys. It's definitely mad respect to anybody who um, has started a company and now I understand why some things cost the amount that they do. (laughs) So anyways, um, again, I just appreciate you all so, so much. If you have any questions about anything, do not hesitate to reach out. And as always, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.